When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in Winning Cures Everything. It's Monday, May the 24th. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And we have got some stuff to hit on from this weekend. If you have not gone back to listen to the Sunday night show slash Monday morning podcast, I would highly recommend it. Chris was feeling passionate. He was feeling uh, uh, something. He was feeling some kind of way, and he had some things to talk about, and I thought it was outstanding. So make sure and do yourself a favor. Go listen to yesterday's podcast, or I guess this morning's podcast, whichever, whatever time you're listening to this. It is the, uh, the 523 podcast so go listen to that and uh and do yourself a favor it's good stuff so uh chris everything going well in your world yeah man it's good everything's Uh, good that's it man i am dog tired it is (laughs) we hadn't even started summer yet i guess technically the summer has begun it was may 21st i guess was the the beginning of summer isn't that right or is it june man i I would assume that memorial day is always the start of summer i guess so i guess so so it so it hadn't really started yet but uh but man i am running like crazy uh so we have got much to dig into but before we do winningcureseverything.com is the website do yourself a favor go check it out everywhere that we are we'll be right there easy to find all in one simple spot easy to do all the podcasts all of our videos every other show that we make appearances on etc etc it's all going to be right there so go and check it out and make sure you're subscribed everywhere that you need to be subscribed if you're watching on youtube or periscope or twitch or uh, facebook or whatever uh, hit the like button for us and make sure you are subscribed you can jump into the chat as well right there um i don't see a bunch going on on the chat but i do know that there's people watching and eh, who knows I, I think something's up with my uh with my chat section so we'll figure that out here shortly but either way um with that said you know we have got uh we got some things happening um let's do Oh, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. That is your one-stop shop. Go and check it out for all of your college football gambling needs. Obviously, there are lines out. We talked about it a little bit last week, but you can go find the best book and all that good stuff over there. And we do a college football show once a week over there 
Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Just search out SBR Picks, and that'll be the spot to find it. Uh, Chris and I are both going to take vacations here shortly. We're both going to the beach at some point over the summer. We're both going to Disney at some point uh, later in the year or early next year. If you got tips, tricks, whatever, uh, suggestions, recommendations, hit us up. We're on Twitter. I'm at GaryWCE. I'm at CrispyGenini. And let's, uh, let's dive into today's topics. Let's, let's do that. I'm ready to talk some sports. I'm done with computers. I'm ready to talk about what's going on in the world. Did you see about the high school football player in Texas that is opting out of his senior year of high school football? No, man, I missed this. Number 82 recruit in the country for 2022. He is uh, Jaden Blue. He's a running back out of Houston. And he is committed to the Texas Longhorns. He has decided that the running back position has a ton of wear and tear. He's had about 500 carries between his sophomore and junior season. He decided he's going to sit out this year and prepare himself to go to Texas. And I was, honestly, we've talked about this a lot. Like, we don't, we don't get mad at kids for opting out of bowl games and stuff that are meaningless and whatever. But I do wonder about this, because obviously last season, there was the COVID-19 pandemic, and kids opted out, and they still went highly in the NFL draft. And part of this kid's statement was talking about uh, making sure that he was ready for an NFL career whenever he leaves Texas. I, I just want, I mean, he's a high school junior. Like, he's getting ready That's, to go into his senior year. Like, I, I think this is a, a very specific thing because I don't think you're going to see a ton of this. But I wonder about this because it, everything that you and I were taught when we were kids growing up was, was do it for the team. Like it's, and if you love football, if you love sports, it was a team thing. And it's become so individualized that I have, I have a bit of a, a philosophical issue with this, right? Like it, I understand doing what's best for you. But I also wonder about the other side of this and, and what kids are really learning from everything that's going on. What, what are your thoughts here? No, hold on now. You can't, you can't take what kids did during the COVID stuff. But those are guys that are actually NFL guys, okay? Yeah. This dude hasn't played one snap in college, and, and he's already chalking up his NFL check, okay? But I'm not, I'm not crushing the guy for it. But I do think this is going to be something that he's going to look back on and he's going to regret. All right. Yeah. Like I, I look back and if there was anything I could have done differently in high school, it would have been to be able to com- continue to compete and play football. Okay. Yeah. Especially your senior year. It's going to just matter. And, and you're going to miss out on doing things and doing it in college when you've already got NFL scouts looking at you and giving you a draft grade is totally different than doing it in high school, assuming those draft grades are going to be there. I, I just, I just think that's not wise, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer of, you know, he, he do whatever he wants, do what makes you happy. If you don't want to play in high school, you don't have to play in high school. If you think the coaches are putting you in situations that are, that are going to put you at risk, then, then, then I, you know, do whatever the hell you want, but know that the criticism is going to come and you're open to it. All right. Yes. This is yes. this is not somebody sat out of the COVID year and and didn't come back to we've had we've never had a junior uh, or or a sophomore not show up and play football to get ready for the NFL draft for an entire season until COVID nineteen hit. 
That's never happened before. People thought about telling Jadavion Clowney, hey, there's no reason for you to play your junior year. There's nothing you can do. He still showed up and he still played. All right. Trevor Lawrence, same thing. He still showed up. He still played. But it happens all the time. And these guys still show up and they still play. Only because of COVID did people finally do that for the first time ever. This is not a COVID thing. This is not a, a weird circumstance or situation thing. You've got a spot at Texas. Congratulations. G- go look and see the last time Texas put an NFL running back in the, in the league. Oh, and on top of that, like what's to stop Sarkeesian and that bunch from pulling a scholarship? Like if you yeah. say you're going to get a better running back, like you're kind of putting yourself in a position, you know, number 82 is, is highly ranked. It ain't five-star, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm super, like, I just wonder about this. Because he, he's talented. He's going to find a home. Somebody's going to give him an opportunity. But I don't feel like he's doing the best for himself. Now, obviously, he's getting advice that he feels differently. But I just, I wonder, man. Like, this stuff, it, it feels like it's going to start happening more and more. And, and maybe, maybe it won't. I, I, I don't think that. I, I think this is a... I think this is an outlier. I do not think this is going to be the norm. Andrew jumped in on YouTube. He said, I went to a high school with multiple five- and four-star recruits and a couple national championship runs. These guys played to win the championship and for the team. He said, and that's high school ball. Like, that's – and I'm not saying that this guy is selfish or anything. I don't know what the circumstance is here, but it does make you question things if you're willing to sit out uh, just so that you don't put too much wear and tear on your body, right? If if you're – if you're a junior in high school, going into your senior year of high school, and you're worried about wear and tear on your body, you're way too young to be focusing on those things. You don't want to take head hits, and and you don't. I mean, nobody wants to take a chance of blowing a knee out or doing something like that. But at the same time, you, your body also gets stronger taking some of those hits. Yes. So just just doing a bunch of you know drills and stuff is not going to prepare you for for taking the pounding that football gives you sometimes you have to play football to be in football shape so now he's going to go a year without playing football and we're not even we're not talking about playing in the sec like if Jadavion Clowney had decided he wanted to sit out well I mean that's you're not taking a beating from uh you know former or not former future NFL linemen like you are in the sec this is high school football it's a different level like 500 carries Derrick Henry had 1,300 high school carries as a running back. He had 492 carries his senior year. Like, he's had 500 carries, and he thinks that that's wear and tear? Like I I said, I don't think this is a trend. I don't think – I might be wrong. We might look back two, three years from now and see this is is something that just happens all the time, and the game is going to change. I don't see that happening. I just don't. It's terrifying. It is really terrifying because I feel like it it could be a – a philosophical shift from what is important to football players. And if that's the case, like, this see, is- I don't, because I think there's enough players out there that want to play that aren't playing that. And this is the one position that does take the most wear and tear and seems to break down the most, but it's also the most replaceable position on the team. Yes. Yes. I mean, you can go find a guy that's not a five-star, not, you know, number 82, four-star, like, that can fill the role. That's right. Like, I just, I, I worry about it. So, I, I hope he's making the right decision. I just, this this one struck me when I saw it, and I, I thought I'm a little torn because, obviously, I want what's best for, for each kid. I, everybody has their own right to, you know, NIL is an individualized thing, and we're totally for that. But 
at the same time with this, it's like, mm, man, I, I just I was I was torn on what my own decision would be. Like I, I think that I know what my decision would be. Uh, there's there's but, zero doubt that I would play until I can't play anymore because you just don't know when the game's going to be taken from you. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's that's it. I, I've never been good enough or at any kind of level to to risk anything to where I did get hurt and it cost me nothing because I wasn't going to ever have a scholarship to keep playing football or be able to play football at the college level, even, you know, at a walk-on small private school. I, I mean, I was a whole head and a half shorter than every offensive lineman and defensive lineman at Washita. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about a small Baptist college in the middle of nowhere that had 1,300 total students. And every football player out there was, I don't know, nine to 12 inches taller than me. Whew. So, I, you know, that, that, that there's nothing I could have done. I, I would have had to have been just in unbelievable shape, which I'm not. And, 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 I, and I never was. Um, I was. I was in a lot better shape than I am now. But, you know, it just, I wasn't, I was, I just, I didn't lose anything when I blew my knee out, but I would have done anything in the world to keep playing. I mean, I, if I could go back and undo anything, it was just to play as much as you can play because you don't know when it's going to be taken from you. And and at the same time with him, I mean, him, like we just talked about already kind of talking up the NFL stuff. I mean, he's like, this guy, and it's fine to, to envision those things. It's fine to have a plan. It's fine to have that as the goal. That's the, that's the end result. But, but man, you, that's yeah. a that's a hard nut to crack. It sure but is. I just I just want to know when the last time Texas had an NFL running back. So it's been a little while. Uh, Matt Miller jumped in. By the way, he said, as a Texas fan, I feel good about it uh, because it ends his recruitment, or it feels like it ends his recruitment. Maybe I'm wrong though. Uh, and he said, also, nice shirt, Chris. <laughs> oh, thanks. thanks. Uh, Ryan Johnson said, Julio to Dallas. Well, let's uh, let's discuss that now. Obviously, I, I think the biggest news in the NFL world as of right now is uh, Shannon Sharp was on Undisputed with, you know, one Mr. Skip Bayless. And he called Julio's cell phone live on the air. And he said, hey, bro, you know, what's going on? And they're talking, chit-chatting back and forth. He said, yo, are you going to stay in Atlanta or, you know, do you want to go to Dallas? And he said, he said, I'm out of there. Talking about Atlanta. Now, I my first instinct was, man, he just did this man wrong. Like, why would you... Why would you call this man live on the air and act like you're not live and and just try and get answers out of him when he thinks that he's just having a, a private conversation? Now, before we go further, do you think that that call was staged? Well, it, it wasn't live. That show is not live. Is it not live? No, it's not live. Everything's okay. pre-recorded. It, it, okay. it, might be, it might be 10 minutes behind, but Shannon, so you see him ringing the phone. You see him talking, and then next thing you know, they're talking again, right? Like he answers the phone, and they're speaking. When they're hanging up, Shannon Sharp even says, thanks for calling me back. But gotcha. see, they didn't have that in there because somebody edits that part out. But they forgot to edit out the Sharp telling him, thanks for calling me back. So, no, there's zero doubt the attorneys at Fox would never, ever, 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 ever allow that to happen. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that you're my probably first, right. My but... first instinct is to always see what is the legal ramification for this and did it happen that way? And I assure you that the people who run Fox, the producer and everybody else have attorneys that are nine inches up their ass at all times. 
and they understand you cannot call somebody live and you have no control over what they're saying because they're not live. <laughs> hey, Matt Miller said, how does that, uh, how does Skip make $7 million a year? That show has 100,000 views a day, which is nothing. Well, they they have millions of views on YouTube and whatnot now. Yeah, they, he he's he's I don't know, man. I can't explain it. But it's I can't explain it. But it's eight million a year now. It's it's a four year, thirty two million dollar deal that he just signed. So he's you know I, I don't understand how this stuff gets monetized. I don't know how it works. But uh, cheers to him. You know, rising tide lifts all boats. And and if we're in the opinion our opinion business, you know at, that's good. I guess. Damien said, "Uh, it's that school football is totally different from the big leagues." Uh, the injuries are the same. CT exists in all sports, not just the big. Okay, he's talking about the high school stuff. Uh, you know, I don't know. Ryan said, if uh, you're afraid of CTE, you cannot tell me you're going to play major college football. Yeah, period. That, At like, all. like that's yes, you're you're right. CTE is a thing. I don't know if I had a son if I would let him play football. That I would, or or if I would want him. I don't know that I'm going to be that controlling of a father, but or that I would want him to play football because of head injuries. But but if he chooses to do it, he knows what he's getting into. Yep, and you can't and you can't play the game afraid. You either have to make the choice that I'm going to do this, knowing this other thing could happen, or I'm not. There is no middle ground. If you try to play it half-assed, you will get it. It's not if you will get hurt. Yes. Now you're a hundred percent right about that. Ryan said, "Is Julio a free agent? He is not. Uh, no. He is still under contract with Atlanta, and I believe the date on when they would." be able to trade him without taking like a huge cap hit is June 1st. That's why all the talk is ramping up right now. That's it's right. Why because the deal going to happen after, as soon as the, the, the calendar changes. Uh, Ryan asked, can you trust Julio with all of his injuries? I would say, yeah. I, I think like, you know what you're getting. This is why nobody, so far, the Falcons have basically called all of the suitors, all the people that are interested and said, we want a first round pick. And not one person has has budged at all. They're not even that, that just won't happen. What's well, because They're they made pay the a price because he has injury problems. Well, the injury problems along with the fact that he is uh it, it's it's already been said publicly that they are in major cap, you know, damage control and <laughs> they have got to like they have to move off of him. They, so they already know, hey, we can get this for pennies on the dollar, you sure. know? So sure. why why would I give him a dime when I can pay a nickel? Like that's right. It's the same thing. Like why would you give up a first round pick when you know that they're going after? Like you can you can sweeten the pot without giving up an asset like that. And those first rounders are uh, very important, very important yeah, right now. No, they won't. He won't be had for a first rounder. I don't think. I don't think so. Um, so, but we'll see. It's, I mean the uh, the Chargers and the Colts and is it San Francisco are the favorites? 49ers, Patriots. And then the Patriots are the other one that have uh, that have had, you know, discussions inside their own building about this, and and that has been made light of. Uh, Damian said, "Julio Jones to Chicago, make it happen, uh, Pave, please." Uh, <laughs> I don't know that that one's going to happen. They uh, they traded up. At, well, they traded some of their assets to go get Justin Fields. So, which by the way, if somebody was going to sit out at a college season. Justin Fields would have been the one to do it last season. Yeah, like he, he had he, an opportunity to. He played and five they, games in the regular season, and they fought like hell to make sure they could play. Yes, yes. I mean, they my God. it almost took an act of Congress to try to get them to be able to play. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's just ridiculous, just ridiculous. Um. So we. By the way, do we want to do we want to talk about this Julio trade thing, or like, do you have any uh, any opinion or predictions on where he ends up? I mean, I have no prediction. There's no way to pre- anybody who thinks they have a prediction, they don't. Because I, I don't you don't, we don't, we don't know what any of the, 
We don't, the, the Falcons are, I think the Falcons are going to take the best offer they get. Yeah, I think so, so too. Can you predict who's going to make the best offer? Because I can't. I don't know who that's going to be. I, I mean, but if it was going to get him, if it was who is going to uh, give him the best contract for after this no, first no, contract, that's, then that, that's one. Julio thing. Julio has zero say in this. Yeah, doesn't I, have a no trade clause. The Falcons are going to take the best deal they can get. The Colts haven't really done a lot of deals lately, have they? I mean, they they did the one for Carson Wentz, but, uh, I mean, they gave up a first for Carson, didn't they? That was so stupid. No, they gave up a third for Carson. Third, right. That's right. But they're paying all that money, which they're really not paying a lot of the money. The Eagles are paying a lot of the money this year. But anyway, it's still dumb. Still I, dumb. I think I think he would he would work well with the Colts um, because you know you need some weapons for Carson Wentz. He's going to work anything. well anywhere he goes, Gary. Yeah, like, I mean, whatever he's like on the you field. Can't say, you can't say, like, oh, he would help this team. All he would help of the everybody. teams that he goes to, he would help. All yeah. of them. <laughs> you're You're 100% right. Uh, with the Patriots, I mean, for sure, that would be uh, yes. that'd be a big one. Well, he would, yeah. Th- that's the only team where he would be the best receiver on the field. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, let's let's talk about some more trade stuff. Deshaun Watson is skipping OTAs, and I don't think anybody suggested or, or thought that anything different was going to happen. Um, but he is skipping OTAs, and he has stated that he still wants to be traded. He does not want to go back to Houston. I was a little bit surprised at this. There was an article from Pro Football Talk that discussed it. And it said uh, Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reported that, you know, he's not going to be there for the organized team activities. And uh, in video on Watson's social media a few days ago, showed him hard at work, preparing as if he's going to play in 2021. However, he is not expected to play with the Texans again. And then there was another article about how the NFL could eventually place Watson on paid leave pending the resolution of 22 lawsuits against him. He's not even going to testify uh, in a court of law until after this next Super Bowl. At, at this point, what do you, I mean, what do you even do with Deshaun so Watson? So this is, this is something that the league is really messing up on, okay? The, they have to make a decision on, are they going to put him on the commissioner's exemplist or not? Okay, that is the league's responsibility. It's not Watson's responsibility. It's the league's responsibility. Is, is that considered paid leave? Yes, it's paid leave. Okay, so you it's, still it's, get paid. It's the commissioner's exemplist. It's, it's the commissioner's exemplist. That's not a suspension. It just means you cannot play, but your contract is still full. So that's how they get away with doing that. Okay. Um, but here's the problem. This is on the NFL now. But they can go do the investigation. Surely they've already done an internal investigation themselves. Surely they know more information than we know. They have a responsibility to the other 31 owners and other 31 teams and to the Texans, by the way, to tell them, is he going on the commissioner's exemplist or not? Because if he's going on the exemplist, you could almost chalk up the fact that he's going to be done for this year. Okay, unless new evidence turns out this case is not going to be had until after the Super Bowl. 
if he's not going on the commissioner's exempt list, that's information that all 32 teams need as well because then the Texans can shop him. They can actually legitimately get value for him. Another team can make an offer, and they know what they're getting themselves into. They understand we don't know what will happen once trial happens. Okay. But you have to at least tell us that if the trial's not happening until next year, you owe it to Deshaun and you owe it to all the owners and all the other organizations to be able to know what am I buying for at least this year. So this is all on the league now. Yeah. This is all sitting in Roger's lap, and he's got to be the one to pull the trigger on. Am I putting him on the list, or am I letting him roll, and we're going to see what the courts come out, and then we'll make a decision, which I actually think is the right move, by the way, is if you're the league, you can't – there's let him play until the court cases come out. Yeah. And then once all that's settled, if you feel like he's, you know, owed a suspension on top of anything else that's happened to him in his life, then you can suspend him. But if I'm the Houston Texans and I want to trade him now, let's say, let's say after all of this is done, I'm, I'm done with him and I would like to move on and he doesn't want to be here, but you throw him on the commissioner's exempt list. And now I'm stuck paying this guy and I can't move him. Like I'd be pissed. I'd be really pissed off. What like what would end up? Let me see if I can phrase the question correctly. They are. I would imagine that they want to get rid of him. Obviously, right? I, they I brought think we're in at a, a point now yeah. where they are willing to trade him, but they don't know even they don't even know what they're what they're trading. That's so. If you're Deshaun Watson, why are you so adamant to get out of Houston at this point? Like if if I. I feel because like if I were in this out. situation, like at this point, I would just be thankful that I'm getting to play football. No, no, he wanted out all along. He's that all of this extra stuff happening isn't gonna make him want to stay there anymore than he already wanted out. So that's I'm sure it probably man, can you imagine the crowds if he does play this year? I mean, fans are gonna be brutal. Like if, it's already going to be super full. I'm going to tell you this: if 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 the league clears him to play until his trial, which I think is the right thing to do, by the way, if the league clears him to play and he goes to one of these 31 teams, other teams, I think anywhere he lands, they're going to support him, and they're going to be his yeah. guy until the trial. I'm talking about like it, for away games, like whoever okay, whoever that, gets him is going to be. Who cares, man? You're going to get roasted at away games anyway. Yeah, yeah. You. I gotta, mean, if you're worried about what away fans are saying about you, you're already getting beat. That's like you've, uh, you've mentally lost that game before it even started. That's a good point. That is a good point. Hey, uh, I read. So this is a little off topic, but you you brought up other 31 teams. Um, there was a, golly, there was an article on PFT yesterday about Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick. And did you see that he could be the first quarterback to lose to 31 other teams? Like, there's been several that have lost to 30. Um, none has lost to 31 or 32 teams. But but he's in a position this season, because he signed with the football team, that he could lose to 31 of the 32 well, What are the teams. two teams he hasn't lost to? That's, that's what I'm trying to pull up. I Because uh, I, I just pulled up the article last night, and of course it's not up there easily found. Um, but I will find. It doesn't it, so. matter if we don't know the teams. So yeah, I, uh, I I thought it was very interesting. There we go T- to lose to thirty one different teams. All right, so uh, the ones that have beaten all thirty two teams are Drew Brees, Brett Favre, and Peyton Manning. Tom Brady will join that list if the Bucks beat the Patriots this year. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers can join the list if he ends up on another team and that team beats the Packers. Uh, but no quarterback has accomplished the feat of losing to all 32 teams. Fitzpatrick uh, can come the closest. Uh, he would have to lose to the Packers, the Saints, and the Bucks. If he loses to those, he will have lost to an all-time record 31 teams, and the Lions are the one team Fitzpatrick has not lost to, and they won't play him this year. Very interesting, huh? Okay, so there's four. Hang on, that doesn't make any damn sense. There's four teams he hasn't lost to then? Yeah, he's he's lost to 28 teams. Uh, nobody has lost to 31. So they're assuming he loses all the, I don't care now. Now I don't care. I was working <laughs> under the assumption that, like, there's one team that he has, or two teams he hasn't played that he plays this year, and he could lose to both of them, whatever. I, so you're telling me he's got to lose five games for him to hit this mark? Well, care. well, he's got to lose a three this year to get to 31. And then and that, at some so point, he's got to lose, lose those the three specific games. Yeah. yeah. Packers, Saints, and Bucks. Uh, let's see. Damien jumps in. He said, uh, well, first he said, Watson's career is over. And then he said, uh, Chris, say if this was OJ Simpson or Aaron Hernandez or Michael oh Vick situation, God. would you still want them to play uh, until their trial is settled? Uh, uh, no, but this is well, as, this is about as far away from being OJ Simpson or Aaron Hernandez situation. It it's pretty far away. I mean, it's still egregious. Like if he sexually assaulted twenty two different women, like. But the problem is, is we're using the word sexually assaulted. I like. I think what he did is creepy. I think what he did is wrong. I I I'm not okay with what he did. But I also think there's a big difference between this and like a Murdering typical people. sexual assault. Yeah. Like this. Okay. Is, this is a way different ordeal. I I will tell you this. Like you put your hands on naked guys for a living. All right. And so this one really horny, weird, naked guy put his dingling on you while you were putting your hands on his naked body. That's that's not, you know, assaulting some chick at a bar or, or in an office or something of that nature. Like that that's not your typical brand of sexual assault. I, and I I'm hundred percent certain he did some of these things. I completely there's no way twenty two people are lying about it. But the truth is going to fall somewhere in the middle. I don't think it's as – no, I would not put Aaron Hernandez on a field until his trial for being accused of murder. That's Yeah, that's a slightly different situation. And I think that that in and of itself is bad for business. But there is a point to, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, that's what the American Justice Foundation is. Like, you're, you're innocent until you are proven guilty. Like yeah. he says, and these he aren't didn't do criminal this. trials, by the way. Yeah. These are all civil trials, so that's that's also a different caveat to this. Yeah, it's a whole different situation. So, yeah, the Deshaun Watson stuff uh, in civil trial, there strange. is no. It's not always black and white. It's not always guilty or not guilty. It's more probable than not, or less probable than so. Like that, you know, there are shades of gray throughout it. Yes, and and it's all civil. Like it, this is a civil. Yes. It's it has to do with money. And it that's, can, that's yeah, what all and these it can be are. over with the stroke of a check. Yes, because right now there there are no criminal charges. Like they haven't brought no. any charges against him. So no, no. So, all right, that, uh, that's that's the difference. Let's talk for a second. Um, you brought up the Grizzlies last night. You were at the uh, you were at halftime of that game. The Grizzlies did go on and get the win as an eight and a half point underdog. The NBA playoffs have been pretty exciting for the first weekend. If you go back and you look. At Saturday's games, uh, let's see, you had all but one underdog covered. Boston, the only underdog that didn't cover, and let's see, two of them won outright. And on top of that, on Sunday, you had uh, Washington covered the eight. The Lakers did not cover. Atlanta 
uh, covered as a one and a half point but dog. The Lakers in, in weren't one. the underdog. Uh, the Lakers were a two point underdog to Phoenix. I thought they, the Lakers were. I thought they were a favorite. I knew it was like favored, one or two points. They're favored to win the series. They just weren't favored to win. They weren't favored in game one. Okay, I knew it was so, a short line. I mean, I knew it was almost to pick them. Yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, two and a half at Bet Online, uh, two at Bavada, two at Heritage, you know, et cetera, okay. et cetera. So, uh, but the Lakers did not cover that. The Suns ended up winning that, and then Memphis, as an eight or eight and a half point underdog, won outright at Utah with Donovan Mitchell not playing. Now Mitchell is going to be back for Game Two. Um, this was this was exciting, man. You talked in the uh, in the Sunday Night podcast about Atlanta just silencing Madison Square Garden, and that is. Honestly, one of the spookiest sounds. I did not turn on this game until late, late, because I realized it was super close, and I went ahead and, and flipped it on just to see what was going to happen. So I got to see it in real time, and I had the had actually had the volume turned up, and that is one of the spookiest sounds I've ever heard. With he everybody, hit the dagger, and it was, oh, I mean, it was weird. Yes. There, there was not a single sound. Like, you talk about the, the cliche, you can hear a pin drop and all that kind of stuff, yeah. like, it, I've never heard it get that quiet. Yeah, everybody in there knew what Trey Young was saying because everybody in there could hear Trey Young screaming on the court because there was no other people talking. Yes, it was it was pretty unbelievable. Uh, the Grizzlies game stayed up way too late to watch that, but it was exciting. It was fun. This Grizzlies team is a lot of fun. They are the youngest team, uh, average age, by the way, uh, of all their players. Yeah, Since, old man Dylan Brooks, 25 years old. He's like four years older than everybody else on the team. Yep, and and they are the youngest team by average since uh, 10 years ago. And that was the Oklahoma City Thunder that had James Harden, John Morant, uh, not John Morant, uh, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and uh, and Kevin Durant. And so, that uh, very interesting game. Like, I'm, I'm actually, I haven't been interested in the NBA at told you. all. I told you they're good. And they're now, good. like, we get into the playoffs, and it's fun. Like, this is good. So the Mavs, big time showing against Clippers. Uh, we got you know we got games tonight. We got stuff going on that uh, that I'll probably flip on at some point with Miami and Milwaukee, and then Portland and Denver. Um, you know, I mean, you got any thoughts? I I mean, I, about yeah, any I've any of this. I mean, I think yeah, I think <laughs> I think the Grizzlies are awesome. I think they're a lot of fun. I think Donovan Mitchell's being rushed back too, by the way, and he might come back and he might play great. But he's coming back from an ankle sprain, and those things don't heal quickly. Yeah, it's and a high if he's sprain. being rushed back as a panic move, I don't think that helps them. He he said that he was going to be ready to go game one, and the doctors didn't. Clear so the him. team doctors, yeah. So supposedly he was ready last night, and the team doctors held him out. And, and I'm gonna tell you, there's probably some truth to that. And I'm gonna tell you that it was an organizational thing. I'm gonna bet they thought we're gonna win game one. We're gonna we're just gonna hold him out until we lose a game because why rush him back? Yeah. And they just didn't think this Grizz team had any fight in them to come and beat them. They just didn't. And yeah. and I think yeah. they overplayed their hand. Now, I said last night, I'll say it again today, that this Grizzly team does not belong, okay? They, they don't. Everything they get is gold. Everything they get is 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 extra bonus. Um it's all amazing, but but there is a there is a definition of the haves and the have-nots and this Grizzlies team is def- they just don't belong here. And and they're trying to fight like hell to prove everybody wrong. Nobody expected them to win this thing last night. Yeah, I mean they they were the biggest underdogs uh, of the entire weekend. Eight well, and a yeah, half wasn't close. I mean it's just crazy. Nobody thought that they'd be able to hang in this game, and here they go. I mean 
they're doing their thing. This is what we love. They're, they are quickly turning back into the grit grind Grizzlies, and, and I'm all about it. Damian said all the LeBron fans can uh, finally shut up about the goat crap. When the Lakers get eliminated, I finally, or sorry, I can't wait, finally. Um, he ain't done yet, man. Uh, the Lakers are actually a two-point favorite, uh, one-and-a-half point to two-point favorite on Tuesday night. You know, I mean, Phoenix has played well all year. Like, the, the, the back and forth between him and Chris Paul, like, obviously we know that they're buddies. But this, both of them trying to, like, outflop each other, like, who can act like they got hurt the worst is a complete joke and, like, a mockery of this game. It, it's it's almost unwatchable. Like, did you I, I watch wanna, any of I wanna, it? No, I, I want to give him. I want to give him no credit or no no airtime, no no conference. I'm done with this. The fact that the fact that he's playing in the game, um, you know, it, this is whatever. You know, you've got <laughs> rules in place, and people who break those rules all get suspended, and then LeBron breaks the rule, and then we all begin to make uh, you know compromises. Ohio State and, compromises. Yes, yes, we're gonna change. We're gonna change the rules to benefit him. Not to benefit the game, not to benefit, it, and it's just I don't I don't know how I don't know how you're supposed to as an organization as an association I don't know how you're supposed to be taken seriously. I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I I will tell you this because I think that we talked about it through chat a little bit last week through our uh, group text. Um, we we kind of saw it with the Lakers and the Warriors because there were questionable calls in that play-in game towards, you know, in the fourth quarter, towards the end when the Lakers were coming back and whatnot, that kind of made you go, eh, okay. And and I think that they were fine with anybody getting in that game, but whoever lost that game, we all assumed the NBA was going to do their best to, to help them in the next round to get Steph and LeBron into the playoffs because they need them both for ratings. Like, right. 100% needed them. And the calls down the stretch in that Grizzlies-Warriors play-in game on Friday night were... Some of the most egregious calls I think I've ever seen in my life. And yet the Grizzlies still found a way to win. And which is exactly what you said. Like they don't belong here. They're not supposed to be in this in this playoff series. But they sure are a hell of a lot of fun to watch and they don't quit. And yeah, I mean the NBA, like we we know where the bread is buttered with them. Like they, they got their superstars and they need the superstars to perform well to draw in eyeballs. Yeah. And no, the Grizzlies are who the league wanted the Pelicans to be. Yes, God, you you hit that so perfectly on on the podcast last night. That's like that's what that's what they want. They want they want the Pelicans to be what this Grizz team is. Yes, that's but because Zion sells and, and no, Zion sells. New Orleans is a cooler city than like like. Oh, there's a million different reasons why you still have you know Lonzo there. Like you've got stars that people have heard their names and know who they are, and 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 whatever. Like that's that's what you want as the league, but you don't get that. You don't get to pick and choose. Okay. Yeah. Memphis Memphis is showing up and they outplayed the Pelicans. They outplayed the the Warriors and last night they're outplaying the Jazz. Yes. Yes. I don't they know are. if they'll keep doing that, but they've done it so far. They certainly have. So the the games tonight: Miami a five point or sorry Milwaukee a five point favorite over the Miami Heat, and Portland is a two point dog at Denver. Uh, we saw Dame Lillard do some crazy stuff in the uh, first game. We shall see. We shall see what happens with those. Finally, we'll close out the show with this one, and it's going to hit close to home for you. Quarterback T.J. Finley is transferring from LSU to Auburn. Now, I think that we're going to see more of this happen 
But, you know, with the SEC uh, stating they're going to be getting rid of the uh, intra-conference transfer rule, we're going to see a lot more guys go from, you know, Alabama to LSU, from LSU to Auburn, from Texas A&M to Missouri or Arkansas or whatever. And, And I think it's better. Like, obviously, these guys are SEC athletes. You shouldn't banish them to, you know, a, a lesser-than league just because they don't pan out at whatever school they're at. Like, I think T.J. Finley could do big things at Auburn that he couldn't necessarily do at LSU because he just got beat out. But he may be the best quarterback on the roster at Auburn. I agree. So, I don't know if that's going to matter, though, by the way. We've seen quarterbacks not. transfer out of Auburn because that were better. You're dealing. You're dealing with the legacy, and and you've got a guy in there now that has the right last name. Yeah, yeah. Bo Nix is has started every game for the last two years. Uh, Malik Willis and Joey Gatewood, both. I I don't know about Gatewood, but Malik Willis. I mean he he has shown to be. Quite I mean, he's the definitively better than Bo Nix. Yes, it, like it, I like I think that's clear. I don't think that's a question mark. No, and he's at Liberty. He's and and I think he's getting better coaching under Hugh Freeze. Well, but, True, but but at the same but, time, you know, like we don't know what kind of coaching he was able to get at Auburn because they're not they knew they weren't going to play him. That's a valid point. Valid point. I just I, I wonder. I do wonder. I don't know what they're going to do with Bo Nix, but I, I think T.J. Finley like I think I know what they're going to do with Bo Nix. They're go, the new coaching staff was telling the same shit the old coaching staff was. Yeah. Bo's going to be our quarterback until Bo's not here anymore. So you got to hope that Bo gets a college degree in three years and somebody gives him a job to pay him to stop playing football. Yeah, <laughs> you're probably right about that. That's I, I did, you and I have talked about this frequently. I think that the boosters are still running things at Auburn because of the, the hires that Brian Harson made. Like I, if Harson came in and he brought in, you know, dudes that it, people don't know and whatnot, it, he brought in SEC legacy guys. He brought in guys that everybody knows that, you know, kind of glad-handing with the with the old guard of Auburn boosters, uh, with Mike Bobo and that bunch, like the, the the bunch that has been in the know in the SEC for a long time. Uh, now I'll tell you, you know, this: I, I hope to be shocked. That's all. Yeah, I'd like Finley to get a legit shot at starting, and if he did, if he gets beat out, he gets beat out. He's obviously got flaws in his game. I think he's got all the tools in the world to to be a great quarterback. It just but, needs development. Yeah, he needs to be developed. And if he's able to do that at Auburn, that's what I hope for. And I hope that he gets to be able to do those things. And I hope that he does get the development that he wants or needs. And and he does end up winning that starting job. And if he does, then then I'll I'll claim that I was wrong about the, you know, the way Harson's running his 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 team and, and all this other stuff. But I'm I feel very confident in saying that Gus Malzon got fired strictly because he and he didn't care he didn't care that he got fired at all he probably wanted out because he he was being forced on him somebody that he knew was was not the best quarterback on the team he was coaching with one hand tied behind his back yeah the whole time yeah so that's this is why he brings in chad morris because well maybe i i'm not good enough of a coach to make this guy a quarterback maybe you can chad and chad couldn't do it either yep so at that point it was all right, well, we're out of here. Pay we're me bringing somebody million. in who can fix Bo Nix is what I felt like they were doing. Not who yeah. can fix Auburn, but who can fix Bo. And and Mike Bobo is uh, – he's renowned as a bit of a quarterback guru, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And so was Chad Morris, right? I was say, so was Gus. Yeah, now you are 100% right about that. 
All right. Is there anything else that uh, that we need to hit on before we head out? No, that's it. That is it. All right. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you to Damien. Thank you to Matt Miller. All these other guys that have jumped in on the chat. We appreciate you for helping drive the show and for uh, for asking questions and whatnot for us to jump into because it took us down a few rabbit holes and we always enjoy doing that. So. Uh, with that said, we will get out of here. Go to winningcureseverything.com, subscribe everywhere you need to be subscribed, and go to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and check out the college football show every week. comes out on Wednesdays on the SBR Picks YouTube channel. Uh, for Chris and myself, thank you guys. Take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully all your tickets cash this week. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.